Welcome back, Coach. Hey. Fans of Man Up 3 Deep. It's another episode of that there show, Man Up 3 Deep, with your boy Swill, host of the every... We still don't have a normal schedule for our show, but host of the show that you get at least <laughs> once a week. We hear once a week, yes, sir. Yeah, at least once. And then I'm with my boy, as always, Coach. How are you feeling? Feeling great, my brother. Glad to be here for another EP with you. Oh, you got I'm some glad new, to. New fire stuff to talk about, and it's oh. all the football. Oh, we got we got a we got a what today, Coach? It's a what? It's a mock draft Monday. Mock Is draft that what Monday. it's called? It's a mock draft Monday over here on Man Up Three Deep. Oh yeah, we did one last year. All right, for those mm-hmm. that have been around here, for, we've been around for a year now. All right, mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, we've been down here doing this for a minimum one year. So we did a mock draft about this time last year, and we're gonna see if we can do any better than we did last year. Coach and I also only did sixteen picks in the mock draft that we did a season ago. This time mm-hmm. we're going with all 32 picks. We're going to be rolling with the entire first round. And of course, when we get to that coach is going to be kicking us off because his Panthers got the number one pick in the 2023 NFL. Draft. I know you're excited about that coach. What are you, what are you, what are, we, what are you leaning when you're, when you're making those picks, where are you leaning when you're thinking about making this pick? Man. Uh, we definitely going with the young quarterback to be the face of our franchise. And um, I think it's no question. Well, we're still figuring that out as we approach the actual draft before this mock draft. <clears throat> and in particular, where they're uh, looking right now is between Bryce Young and um, CJ from Ohio State. You know, Ooh, so I got back. some favoritism and some bias towards CJ. And I mean, There's a whole height discussion between the two. Both of them have guaranteed game in their bag. So it's really just about picking, like, I don't know, little particular stuff. Like, I guess if the height is an issue, then you're going with CJ. If you think Bryce is the best quarterback overall, then you're going to probably roll with Bryce and think he's a gamer and think he's got that it factor as far as, the size doesn't matter, but he shows up in big moments and in the brightest lights and makes the biggest plays in clutch moments. That's what you want out of a quarterback. So I think both of them got the skills. And like I said, it's really just about who's your guy and who you want. You really can't go wrong. But I just feel like the long term, CJ's probably the better choice. <sighs> That's what you've been saying to me for a while. And then if we had our buddy Coach Joey on here, he would tell you just like I have. <clears throat> you don't really find Ohio State quarterbacks that have been successful at all in the NFL. That's not to say he can't be the first, but we are just saying track record is not really there. Uh, well, so that's a, a risk. Being laid down today by CJ. Swear up. All right, fair enough. And then, yeah, obviously, with the height height thing with Bryce Young is going to be like the conversation, the height and the size, because like you see what's happening with Tua right now on the Dolphins. I know, but is it because I think Tua is really good? I think Tua can ball when he's healthy, right? But when Tua gets hit in a game, that man goes down pretty easily. And I'm not talking shit when I say that. He's just a small guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Bryce. One uh, has better like pocket awareness and like when the pocket breaks down and you've got to extend those plays, he can do that as far as like, and even when with his small size, I feel like he avoids 
Um, he's great at avoiding that contact. Sure, if he gets hit in the NFL, you know, he's going to get hit and hard, but um, he's he's very conscious and aware of how to maneuver the pocket and how to get out and extend plays when, when things break down. And um, I think that's one of his gifts and his skill. And um, despite his height, he can, you know, throw it on a line if you need to, any type of throw all across the field. So that's why they kind of compare him to like Pat, a mini Pat Mahomes in a sense. Everybody's a mini Pat Mahomes coming out. Hey, but like, and still, he's also the Heisman. So somebody did that. I am not saying the kid can't play. All right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's a small guy. It's going to be tough for me to. Draft a guy, who, number one, who's 5'11". He was 200 pounds at the combine, but let's be real. He's not going to be 200 pounds at his playing weight. He's going to be around like 190, 195 at the most. So that's a small guy playing in the NFL. He could maintain 200. Huh? I say he could maintain 200. Bro, I don't know. And you saw the shoes that he was wearing at the combine, right? Giving his ass like... Like six inches extra in height. <laughs> you really don't do that. That's fucked up. We got a commenter saying Joey B, the new goat. Uh, you know what, Ben? Uh-huh. We don't need to hear that from you hey, on this hey, side. Hey, to hear that from you on this side. Joe Burrow is very, very good, but I don't, don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear. Hey, that. don't get this guy riled up. Yeah, exactly. Want to get me too fired up about the Bengals right now? <laughs> yeah, we got a friend Jack uh, who's a a Ravens fan diehard, just like you. So oh, he yeah. feels all the all the <laughs> the pain you feel about not having Lamar and fuck him and all that shit. Well, I mean, bro, we'll see what happens still, you know, because apparently, according to Rappaport today, like there's still apparently like a chance that he's coming back to the Ravens next year, which is something oh, that I've already yeah. heard, you know, mm-hmm. like because there's rumors that he wants to play on the tag. There's rumors that he wants to fucking play on this or that. And it's just like, dog. If you're going to play on a franchise tag, do we have to go through this again? Just take the three-year deal that you were offered at that point. Don't be stupid. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But like, before we get too deep into football, Coach, we watched a game yesterday. We watched us a basketball game yesterday. Uh, LSU and Iowa for the NCAA Women's National Championship basketball. That shit was crazy. LSU came out firing in the first half, bro. Straight up killing bitches. Oh, yeah, dude. LSU was not playing around. They they talked about it even before the game. Just like they kind of felt uh, like disrespected. Yeah, although it was a different opponent when I was playing South Carolina, and that's probably their game plan to lay off of that girl who's probably a poor three-point shooter. But, hey. You know what uh, they say, really, dude. You can't do that with LSU. So they were ready. And um, I think the girl's name is Jasmine Carson. Yeah, who played at like two different schools before she got to LSU and averaged yeah. like two points a game throughout the regular season yeah, or five or something like season. that. Yeah, bro. So she stayed ready. <laughs> we got a Rappaport, a.k.a. Capaport from Mr. Ben Jordan again. <laughs> And we got a Caitlin Clark female Steph. Yeah, she definitely is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that game, <clears throat> that game was crazy. Like you wouldn't have thought. I mean, I guess I should have seen this coming uh, when I saw the betting lines. Like you told me, there were seven and a half point favorites LSU was over mm-hmm. Iowa. When you see that, that's probably a good indication of what the game's going to be like. Like Iowa's probably going to have to play perfect to be able to get this game here, and they didn't. And it helps. 
you know, LSU that they had that chick, what was her name? Jasmine Carson, like you said, come off the bench and drop yeah. 21 in the first half. Bruh, that was crazy to see. Five for five, five from three, bro. Yeah, five That's five. nuts. That's a dream that's half nuts. right there. Literally, that's what I said yesterday <laughs> when we saw that shit. Like, could you imagine yeah, averaging like two points a game, maybe like what was like 2.8, 2.4 or something like that or whatever she averaged throughout the season or throughout the tournament. And then she goes into maybe her last game in college, maybe not, because she's been at two different schools before that. So this could have been her last game. And then what does she do? She goes five for five from three and drops 21 points on the hottest scoring player in the country at that point. Not on, obviously, Caitlin Clark, but, you know, mm-hmm. she did her damn thing against Iowa. And when your bench starts going off like that, bro, the other team's got no chance. And it's a game of runs, like they always say. And LSU just got on their run at the end of the first half and again at the end of the second half. And that is how you close out games. You go on oh, runs to oh. close out the half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. And Angel Reese definitely showed that she was one of the best players in the country. And um, just, but all the exposure was cool to see. Oh, she gave it a. <laughs> the old you can't see me. Yeah. What time is now? now, now. <laughs> Hit her with the John Cena. <clears throat> I loved that. I thought it was like I loved that she was talking shit to her. I did think it was kind of corny when she like followed her around the court. You know what I mean? That hey, was a little corny, but you know, it is what it is. When you win, you get to talk shit. Yeah. And I think like uh in Caitlin Clark's press conference, she like said that like it wasn't any like, you know, ill will like when they uh, got to the handshake line because she was like, I wasn't paying attention trying to get to the handshake line. I guess uh, the LSU Angel Reese said good things about uh, Caitlin Clark. So Yeah, because it's not it's not in the game anymore. You don't have any real reason. To right, right, anybody. right. You know what I mean? It's a championship. It's competitive. <laughs> it's emotional. And like like the whole double standard stuff that like people were complaining about all over the inter- internet when that the interwebs <laughs> yeah um just the double standard of that it's just like an example of tom brady having that passion and yelling and screaming let's go yeah all let's ugly fucking on, go yeah all ugly that's passion but when odell or cam does <laughs> he it, said all ugly yeah <laughs> like he yelling at one of his kids but uh <laughs> uh when Cam Newton does it, or uh, what? Odell, you know, kicking the kicking the kicker's net, yeah, <laughs> off the sideline. That's uh, you know, he acting crazy and he's uh, a cancer to the team. Toxic in the locker room, doesn't help them win. But hey, man, that's the world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't like again, like. Bro, it's sports, you know. Like yeah, that's people serious. talk shit. One of my favorite, one of my favorite sayings of all time came from that Miami documentary, and this is where Cam Newton got it from. The Miami Hurricanes. He didn't yeah. get it from them, but like growing up in Georgia, Florida, all that shit. This is what you know. Growing up, you don't mm-hmm. want me dancing. Don't let me get in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? He said that though. He did, and that's. Yeah. You're allowed to say that because, bro, I'm dropping 50 touchdowns. What the fuck you want me to do? Like, I'm I'm hyped that I'm dropping 50 touchdowns on these people. Right. They be like, you act like you've been there before, but you can celebrate. You should be yeah. able to. Why should Show you up. act like you've been there before? 
<laughs> why? You may never be I there did. again. You never know. That's why people celebrate scoring touchdowns or celebrate getting a first down or celebrate, you know, hitting a jump shot, celebrate fucking crossing somebody up. Like Patrick Beverly. I told this story to Mia earlier. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite things about sports. Like, I know Patrick Beverly's not everybody's favorite player. He's not my favorite player either. I don't, he's not, he's not that great on the court in terms of NBA players, but like what he provides. That shit talking, that fucking attitude that he brings to the court, that's something that people love. You know what I mean? And I love that shit about Patrick Beverly. Like, is he that great of an NBA player? I mean, that's probably not. Like, objectively speaking, he's probably not. But, like, bro, to be able to go out there and keep that energy all the time is pretty impressive. And I, I can always respect that about players. And that's why I like what I saw from the girl from LSU yesterday. And fuck that double standard shit, bro. Let these people talk shit. Let everybody talk shit. Who gives a fuck? Let the chicks right. talk shit. Let the guys talk shit. Let everybody talk shit. We're human, dude. <laughs> yeah, it brings eyes to the sport that wouldn't necessarily have been there before. Like, do you know how many people watched that game yesterday? It dude, like it peaked at like 12 million. That million. is the highest viewed women's <laughs> college basketball game of all time. Bro, 12 million people watched that. That is the, the I think the highest rated NBA game this year was what 2.4, 2.5, something like that at most. Yeah, 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 that's 10 million more people than the fucking highest NBA game on ESPN. That's crazy. That's bro. insane. Now the playoffs will probably change that, but still, that's crazy. And yeah. I it's just and the reason everybody was there to watch that yesterday, let's be honest here. The reason everybody was watching that game was because of Caitlin Clark. Clark. Yeah. That's the whole reason everybody watched that game. Like, full disclosure, you told me about Angel Reese. Yes. But did I know who Angel Reese was really going into this game yesterday? No, I did not. And that is on me. I should have known who she was. She's a dog. You know <laughs> I had just seen, like, highlights on SportsCenter. I'm like, dang, like, LSU. Like, of course, we knew South Carolina with Dawn Staley as their coach was probably going oh, yeah. to feed. Two up, and, two down. What's up? Yeah. Um, what? And UConn, too. UConn women, they always have a, a good team in the history of them. But, yeah, LSU, um, they got – what's her name? Coach Mulkey. Yeah, and, her and her silly outfits. Yeah. she she. It's crazy because people hate on her. So you're saying, like, trying to make it all about her and, like, oh, she's so flashy and whatnot. But I feel like it's another way of uh, – it br- It brought eyes to not only herself as a coach, but her team and, like, the women's sport as a general. So, like, all that um, combined with the tournament and how it played out and Caitlin Cart's uh, incredible skills and shit like that, man, the, the skill level, like I was telling you, is just, like, risen and gotten better and like it's noticeable so like yeah i think if that continues like you know i think more eyes and hopefully you know they can get revenue in the nwmba that can match nba player salary but hey we'll see about that, that's gonna be that's another discussion for all another day but that's gonna be tough just because like casual fans don't really watch the WNBA and once they yeah. can get casual fans into that then it's game that's gonna be game changing you know what mm-hmm. I mean but that's a whole nother discussion for another time um yeah. that game NILs, was good bro. huh I say they get NILs though so in oh, a way yeah. like this was kind of like maybe their biggest that they would get in a sense because the WNBA isn't 
on the scale of the college basketball, but with the NIL, it kind of can like give them a boost. Yeah. It can definitely help them out a lot. At least oh, going sure. into trying to play in the WNBA, you can get a right, little bit of a right. boost on your money, especially those two girls from yesterday, bro. Like, good God, yeah. you might imagine the amount of money that they're going to be able to make now on their NIL deals. Yeah. Angel Reese, especially with her swaggy ass one leg sleeve, that shit is yeah. tough, bro. She had like trade. I heard she had trademarked the whole nickname, the Bayou Barbie thing. Nice. So, like, nice. yeah, that's another good fucking thing. job. Good fucking job, Angel Reese. Yeah. Oh, That's Big what I'm to them, man. Be about your business. Let's go. <laughs> so That's what you got to do, bro. Um, anything else on that game yesterday? Obviously, like I was hoping for Caitlin Clark to drop like 60. She dropped 32 or whatever it was yesterday. She still did her thing, but she's out there being a one man show. <laughs> hey, man. She almost, needed some help from her team. She yesterday. got 30, though. Yeah. She just needed a little bit of help from her team. That's all. So. Which she did not get. And I say to that, ladies, let's give you a nice round of applause. <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, yeah, all right. You wanna do the uh you wanna jump into the mock draft now? We're about 20 minutes into this almost. Yeah. <laughs> let's ride it. All right. <laughs> Play that theme music. So we got the number one pick for Carolina. That is hilariously embarrassing what I just did. Yeah, like what you do? <laughs> I accidentally. <laughs> I was gonna take it away, but I was like, wait, why you got it singled on me? <laughs> I accidentally clicked the fucking button on the side of the mouse right here, and it just crap. took me back. I was like, no shot that that just happened. But yet here we are. All right, I'm back, Coach. What were you just saying? I'll let you finish. Do that to switch sides or something. <laughs> Good God. What'd you, what were you saying? Let me, I'll let you take it away. Who's got the first pick again? We do. Carolina Panthers of the NFC South. All right, I'm going to get the uh, share screen ready. Give me one moment. I will have this ready momentarily. Everybody, let's get this going. I will be over there now. All right, Coach, can you see it well? Yeah, I can. All right, Coach, you know who's on the clock. We got the Carolina Panthers up first in the 2023 Man Up 3 Deep Mock Draft 1.0. This is our first one. We'll probably do another one, maybe two. I don't know yet, but this is 1.0 for sure. So, Coach, this is your team. Let me hear who you got your team taking. Let's go. All right. After much thinking and deliberation over the past few months with this number one overall pick, we traded away DJ Moore, one of our top flight guys. And we wish you well in Chicago, man. Thanks, Chicago, for this number one pick. Correct. It might change our lives. But I'm going to go with the Ohio State quarterback that you said can't do it in the I never league. said that. I just yeah, said Ohio State did. quarterbacks are generally trash. But, hey, we'll see if C.J. Stroud is going to be the guy. He just added him to the, the line. So, we're going to see. It, all right, all... hang on. I'm jumping over there now. So, you got C.J. Stroud going number one, huh? Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud. All right. Carolina Panthers, C.J. Stroud. As you can see, let's go. Let's go through the stats. So, in 2022, he played in 13 games, 257 completions on 390 attempts. Yeah. Uh, 65.9 completion percentage. 3,684 yards, 41 touchdowns, 
six interceptions. Passer rating of 125. His first year as a starter in 2021, 317 attempts, 400, oh, sorry, 317 completions, 443 attempts, 71.6 completion percentage. Good God. Uh, 44 touchdowns and six interceptions. Wow. Coach, uh, y'all might have got yourselves a gunslinger, but it is yet to be seen with an Ohio State quarterback to come out here and be successful. Do I think C.J. Stroud could be the first one? I do. But am I going to bet on it? Am I going to bet on it? We'll see. I got to see the guy play first. So that leaves me with the pick number two, right? Let me get back over here so I'd stop tripping up the people with this messed up goddamn uh, inception style screen that we keep having. <laughs> hey, all I so know the is Texans, we're the best GMs in the world right here. So now that you guys easy. took CJ Stroud in our mock draft, what people keep saying is that uh, the Texans may or may not have taken a quarterback if you guys decided to take Bryce Young. Because if CJ was number two, they aren't necessarily sold on him like yeah. they're sold on Bryce Young. So with that being said, now that Bryce Young is available, I feel like it would be silly. Yeah, I feel like for me, it would be silly to not draft Bryce Young to the Texans for the Texans. And with that, Coach, I pass off pick number three to you. I would say we could trade this pick, but PFF won't let me unless I pay for it, and I'm not paying for that shit. So um, <laughs> we will be rocking with the draft straight up as it is right now. So that leaves the Cardinals with pick number three. Who do you have them taking if they stay at three? Um, well, it's a lot going on in Arizona for the Cardinals, as we know, with Kyler Murray, the whole offseason, some team teammates, former teammates talking about he needs to study and get off that call of duty. Correct. Fortnite. 360, no scope. Looking like little baby. But um, <laughs> no, nah, on a series, uh, I haven't heard that one, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think a defensive player could help them because their defense was just atrocious. And even though the NFC West isn't what it was just two years ago when the Rams won it, I feel like Will Anderson Jr. will probably help them the most. So you're going with Will Anderson out of Alabama, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, let me put that up on the screen. Will Anderson, he is the third-ranked prospect on the board, so that makes sense for him to go in the top three. We will have that going now. Cam is obviously not on here, but he will send me whatever picks he has. All right, now this is where it gets interesting. We got the Colts on the board, as everybody can see. You know what I didn't do? Let me go ahead and do this real quick. Let's go through the guy's stats for the last two picks. So Bryce Young, I had him going number two, three-year starter at Alabama. No, sorry, two-year starter at Alabama. In those two seasons, he threw for 66.4% completion, uh, 66.4%, 4,800 yards, 47 touchdowns, seven interceptions in his Heisman season. And then last season, he had 3,300 yards, 32 touchdowns, and five picks. Um, I would say that's pretty good. What about you, Coach? I'd say that's very, very good. Uh, He's a small guy, but he's got big heart. Yeah, and and they'll sling the rock, man. He ain't scared. And obviously after that, you had Will Anderson going to the Cardinals. Um, There's a lot of stats with this shit. Let's just go ahead and see sacks. He had 15 sacks in 2021, 14 sacks in 2022. Uh, He played. This is actually pretty important. Damn. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, run defensive snaps, he played 275 
uh, last season. In 2021, he played 333 defensive snaps against the run. And pat against the pass in 2021, 482 and 382 this year. Total defensive snaps over the last two seasons. He had 684 this past season and mm-hmm. 873. Yeah. 2021. Good That's God. A lot. He's a stud, bro. Good Lord. And look at this. They got alignment fucking measurement. God damn. Yeah, Maybe I should pay for this. No, you don't need to know all that. Got me tripping, bro. Maybe I should be paying for this. Yeah, it's it's very detailed. I like them though. Even right, though sometimes I believe the rankings be cat. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Will Anderson, great pick. Uh so this leaves the Colts with the fourth pick. Will Levis is here. Anthony Richardson's here. Uh Hendon Hooker, who I think is better than both of these fucking guys that are available at the, the other two quarterbacks available to go in the top 10. I think he's better than both of them, but he's obviously not worth jumping up to number taking at number four. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and draft Will Levis to the Indianapolis Colts. Man. If any of my Colts fan friends are out there and you hear that and you don't like it, I'm sorry. But I just don't think it's worth taking the risk with Anthony Richardson right now. If it was anybody else, I'd say, yeah, go ahead. But, bro, I just don't – I don't know. What about Shane Steichen? Uh... Dude, Jalen Hurts was 10 times the player Anthony Richardson was in college. 10 times. Uh, not what I want. <laughs> 10 times, Coach. 10 times. Heisman finalist. Heisman finalist. Played in two national championship games. He was the reason they got back to a second one because Tua got hurt in the SEC championship against Georgia. And then what happens? Jalen Hurts comes in and says, Huh? I say the dude only had 13 starts. Who? Anthony Richardson? Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Jalen Hurts in his first 13 starts was 10 times the player Anthony Richardson was. Okay. Well, then when you put it like that, yeah. Yeah, But it doesn't matter. No matter what. So, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts and Shane Steichen is one thing. I think Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen is Shane Steichen not having a job for more than three years. <laughs> we'll see. Me? I mean, I don't feel like they, from what I've like read, I don't feel like the the Colts are fully sold on, um, on what's the name, Will Levis. And I know that, um, you know, like some of the quarterbacks are going on, on their, like, pro visits and stuff like just visiting around uh because the gm for the Colts, what's his name chris ballard yeah yeah he kind of like didn't like send out whole like the whole front office and like uh the important people groups to go see these guys at the pro days really they were just kind of want to do their own private workouts and ha- bring them into the facility type of thing right. so that's what i know what they're doing that right now but um I just don't get the vibe that they um, were sold on Will Levis. So on my mock draft, at least I did one, and I had them taking that dude Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher. So I feel oh, like maybe right. they they hold on for one more year, and maybe they go with Caleb if they think that uh, like you know Caleb Williams or Drake May <laughs> is their guy or is better prospects than that's Will my Levis. guy and. Uh, Anders Richardson, sorry, uh, right now. Richardson stinks. It's okay. You don't got to remember his name. <laughs> you can't remember. He gonna shrug your team and do something. And, How? 
Whatever team signs him, good luck. All right, fair enough. So that means you are up again, right? Because I just took uh, Will Levis to the Colts. So you are up pick number five. Let me get over here now. All right. So that leaves Seattle. Do you think they pick? They have two first round picks. Remember that. Yeah. They pick now, and I believe they pick. Yeah, at twenty. It says it right here. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do you think they? Of- do you think they jump the gun and take them now, or do you think they jump the gun and take them later? You know who I'm talking about. Uh, we're we're referring to Anthony Richardson. That is correct. Because they're supposedly the most like intrigued by him and um interested in, in him. So I. To answer your question, I feel like they'll probably get him later and kind of uh, because they already have Geno Smith. So if you were to take him later, he'd be under Geno Smith, of course, and uh, to sit a year or two. And they just gave Geno some money so they could still compete. And I feel like if that's the case, they probably bolster up their defense. Maybe they don't even take Anthony Richardson with their two first round picks. And they just go defense and defense, best available player. So for pick five, let's go with Jalen Carter. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, also said, I'm not uh, uh, calling nobody or taking a visit if you're not top 10. Back to the stats. Here we go. Will Levis, who is the pick right before Jalen Carter, three-year starter at Kentucky. No, sorry, two-year starter Kentucky. Also not very good. Uh, his stats, yes, they're going to be better than Anthony Richardson, but I also think Will Levis stinks, but I do believe that the Colts are desperate at this point to go and get a young guy and try to build around him instead of trying to go out and use their fucking money on another free agent. I mean, they got Gardner Minshew, you know what I mean? And he's not yeah. that great, not that bad, but uh, he's not going to be the answer for the Colts. And we know that. So I feel like they would feel comfortable drafting Will Levis, having him sit probably what, like the first eight weeks of the season, whatever it would end up being. Yeah. And I'm then, say, yeah, having Levis take over. Started. Yeah, I could see that. I could see them taking a quarterback now. And then you had Jalen Carter obviously going with the pick that we just had last number five to the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, dude, this guy is a savage. We know this. He's an interior defensive lineman. So the stats for him are not necessarily going to be, you know, off the board crazy jumping out of the fucking gym jumping off the page you know what i'm saying right, it's not right. going to be anything too wild and out of control but i mean the guy is ridiculous um, yeah they went heavy defense last year too um right and i think they're trying to move back into the direction that they were in before remember when they were the legion of boom so i feel like that's exactly like what they want back oh so that's why you also think that you know, they would I think they would go with Carter the there too. Yeah. I, or, uh, well, they have two pretty good cornerbacks right now. So I don't know if they would necessarily go with another one. But do you imagine them drafting like I Devin? About or something? Doing, yeah. Yeah. That's where I was leaning because I was like, damn, imagine them just having Tariq Woolen and Devin Witherspoon, who's like a super physical corner. Like, yeah. imagine that would be tough. He used them hands. That would be tough. All right, we got the Lions pick up now. I was supposed to have somebody come on and do this Lions pick, but they are not available to do it, unfortunately, and they did not give me the pick that they wanted. (laughs) So I will not draft Anthony Richardson, even though that would be hilarious. I will also not draft (laughs) tight end this high because I don't think the 
I don't think they need to draft a tight end this high. They have two picks in the first round, just like everybody else. They could trade back here. They could do whatever. Yeah. But me personally, if I'm old Dan Campbell, this guy ain't too far away right here. Devin Witherspoon. Go yeah. ahead and get his ass too. Dude, their secondary, they improved it. They got Cam Sutton. They need to go out and get another corner now. Why not go ahead and go get Devin Witherspoon, a guy you can pay cheap, a guy you can mold, a young dude, a physical corner. Dude, it just everything kind of seems to line up with that pick to me. Just to me. Yeah. And they could also think? take Tyree Wilson. Um Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, having him and Hutchinson rushing off the edge, bro, good God. That could end up being insane. Yeah, but they're more than a few pieces away, even though, you know, they're definitely building um, on what they did last year, I feel like. And they they believe in Jared Goff. And, I mean, he he's not on the Rams anymore. And, you know, he's not looked at as one of those top guys. But he did take them to the Super Bowl. And for, I think he's the right guy for – right now with the Lions. I would agree with you, Coach. He was a top five starter with a football. I agree with you. Jared Goff is a guy. I don't think they need to reach for a quarterback right now. All right, now here's a team that may reach for a quarterback. They just signed Jimmy G. We're talking about the Raiders. We're at the seventh pick in the first round now. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy G is always got a shot to get hurt. We always know this, okay? So let's yeah, keep yeah, that in yeah. mind. Do you think Richardson, if he, here's what I, here's what I'll say. If uh -huh. he makes it past this pick right here, the Raiders, mm -hmm. you're not going to see him go until maybe 19 or below. Right. Because I just don't really see, I mean, I do like the Falcons. The they Falcons need a quarterback. Too. The Falcons need a quarterback. The Titans need a quarterback. The Texans have a second pick in the first round. They need a quarterback, but I had them drafting Bryce Young, so they don't need a quarterback anymore. Patriots? They need a receiver. No, they would not take him. Fair enough. Uh, the Jets need a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers is only going to be there for like a year or two. Uh, the fucking dude, who knows? Jordan Love might suck. Packers might need a quarterback. Commanders are. No, that'd be such a waste of a pick with the I Packers. Know. The Seahawks, that's the one right here, this pick right here. I can see them taking a shot at Anthony Richardson if he falls past the Raiders right here. And mm -hmm. I just had Witherspoon go to the Lions. So who do you have going to – sorry, who do you have going to the Raiders, Coach? Well, on my actual uh, mock draft, this is where I had Will Levis going instead of at four. Um, so they still got a quarterback, but um, their defense isn't that good. Um, you know, you want to draft Christian Gonzalez? No, I'm gonna go with Tyree Wilson. All right, you've been singing that tune, that song, that whole time. So Tyree Wilson finally off the board for you there at number seven. He's a top ten pick. Get your money, Tyree. We are in. We are almost out of the top ten, Coach. The Falcons are on the clock. All right, here we go again with another pesty question. Do you think Anthony Richardson goes here? We're back on the two-man stream again. What's up? Um, do you think Anthony Richardson goes here? This is a this is a legit question. It's the same argument that everybody was making for Lamar. If Anthony Richardson goes down there and he balls out, Atlanta's going to love him. So do you think the Falcons would take a shot drafting Anthony Richardson? 
But they they say they love Desmond Ritter. I know that's what they say. I know that's what they say. Yeah. I mean, but who knows if that's true? It's I mean, they should definitely consider it. I feel like, you know, but also I don't think that they do because I do think that they believe Desmond Ritter is probably going to be the guy and like they want to give him a chance at least with them just just being drafted like a couple years ago or last year. And um like also thought because like you know Atlanta's not really in on Lamar for their owner. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It would have such sense. a slap in the face to those fans. Yeah, it's like, like oh, we yeah. don't want Lamar, but Lamar let's can, get Anthony can't be our quarterback. But but Anthony Richardson can <laughs> yeah, that that's a mole bull drive as Shannon Sharp be saying. <laughs> Goddamn bull drive, Skip. Sorry about that. All right, so we just had Tyree Wilson go to the Raiders. Now we're back on the Falcons. I agree with you. I don't think they're gonna have Anthony Richardson go here either. So I will have them taking. They need a receiver. Uh, everybody likes Quentin I have Johnson them taking. Gonzalez. You pair with AJ Terrell. Ooh, that would be good. Do they have another corner outside of AJ Terrell? And their defense was the worst. Their past defense was like the worst in football, dude. They were getting torched. All right, I'm with you. Christian Gonzalez. Bang. Goes to the Falcons. Good choice. Good choice, coach. We did it. All right, here we go. Bears are on the clock. Are you getting Justin Fields a weapon? And are you getting him his buddy from Ohio State? Uh, no, I'm gonna have them Ooh. going with some protection because he needs to start getting hit upside his head and learn how to uh read a defense where the pressure's coming from. So, I got them taking the best tackle, Peter Skaromsky. All right, so most people think that this guy right here is the best tackle, Paris Johnson, your boy from Ohio State. Yeah, do you uh? Do you want to reconsider? Or are you thinking that it's a good choice to still go with Peter Skaronski, the Polish guy from Northwestern? Eh? Uh, I'm going to take Skaronski. All right, fair He's, enough. I guess rated higher on the board. Coach said, give me the guy from Northwestern and let's keep him in Chicago. I respect that. All right, Philadelphia. This where this is one I think that this is one I think could be a flyer. Because they just lost Miles Sanders. I know they just re-signed Kenneth Gainwell. And I know that they definitely need another wide receiver. They probably need another offensive lineman because they've lost a couple. And they definitely need to re-up on defense. But with that being said. Yeah, for the most part, they kept everybody on the defense. Darius said, oh, dear close. <laughs> what if I said... What if I said that the the Eagles should go with this guy right here? Yeah, they're going to be right back in the Super Bowl. God damn. Imagine you pair Jalen Hurts and B. John Robinson. You know what you could could do with that? You could keep Jalen Hurts healthy because you don't have to have him run the fucking ball all over the place anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a great pick. Because to replace Miles Sanders and I mean the top ten, bro, that's a lot of money. It could still be a committee thing until maybe like I guess he would show you that like he could carry the load and type thing. 
you know what? I'm going to do it just to spite the fucking Cowboys fans out there. Bijan going number 10 overall to the Eagles. Oh. And I know when we have that Eagles fan that's buddies with my dad, Mr. Huff, Mr. Philly, Mr. Philly Tom. Yeah. He may or may not like that pick. And I don't know if I care. But here's what uh here's my argument again. You take pressure off Jalen Hurts, the more guys you have that can carry the football. You keep his shoulders healthy, the more guys yeah. that you can carry the football. You keep his legs healthy, the more guys you got that can carry the ball. So I feel like for any other team in the top 10, it would be a waste to go grab B. John Robinson. Yeah. For the nah, Eagles, nah. because they have two first-round picks, and, and they, they love already the have one of the best offensive lines in football, mm-hmm. you might as well go ahead and get a horse to run behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. That's sure. just my thoughts. Now, obviously, I don't know if that's a great pick because it's a running back going in the top 10 in the year 2023. So I don't know. Is that a great pick? We'll see. If that ends up coming true, I'm going to be hyped. So let's go I mean, back through the top 10 real quick. But go ahead, finish, Coach. Zeke was a top 10 pick when he came out. I say he was worth it. Yeah, for like two, three years. Yeah, but she got a good production out of him. Fair enough. All right, let's run back through that top 10. So, number one, we had your Panthers taking C.J. Stroud. Number two, we had the Texans taking Bryce Young. Number three, we had Will Anderson going to the Cardinals. Four, Will Levis going to the Colts. Five, Jalen Carter to the Seahawks. Six, Devin Witherspoon to the Lions. Seven, Tyree Wilson to the Raiders. Eight, we had Christian Gonzalez going to the Falcons. Nine, we had Peter Skaronsky going Mm -hmm. to the Bears. Bears. And then we had uh, B. John Robinson going number 10 to the Philadelphia Eagles. And now we have the Tennessee Titans on the clock, sir. One of their needs is a wide receiver. Do you believe that they should grab a wide receiver? Nope. You got Derrick Henry. Stick to what you know. And that's what's going to win you games, at least. Uh, And that's keep running the rock with Derrick Henry. So I feel like... uh, um, they probably take a, a tackle. That big guy, Paris Johnson. You're thinking they take Paris Johnson with the 11th pick? Yeah. All right, coach. I respect I respect it. Let me get you there. All right, Paris Johnson, he is way down here, ranked at number 19. His average draft position is 14.3. But all right, tackles and quarterbacks are usually drafted higher than they might need to go. So let's yeah. go ahead and draft Paris Johnson. And they did just lose Taylor Lewan, so yeah, that's a good pick. All right, we're back yeah, on the clock with the Houston Texans at number 12. So who do we think they should go with? They definitely need a wide receiver here, and Jackson Smith and Jigbo's on the board. Quentin Johnson's on the board, and those are the top two receivers on pretty much every board. So yeah, yeah. do we think – who do we think they should go with? They definitely need a weapon, or do you think they go offensive line here? I say we go – or they go with uh... – Jackson Smith and Jigba. I agree. I think they need a weapon too. And I think him For and sure. Bryce Young would be nasty together. Oh, yeah. He'd get like 100 catches his rookie year. Good choice for the Texans right there. That sucks for me as a Ravens fan because that means uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba ain't going to be there number 22. But I wasn't really expecting him to drop all the way that far, anyways. But nonetheless, still stinks. Um, so that's the first receiver off the board. He's the best receiver to both of us in this draft. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's him, uh, Zay Flowers to me, Jordan Addison, Jalen Hyatt, and then Josh Downs from UNC. 
I don't have Quentin Johnson in the top five. I don't. I don't see yeah, it. Yeah. But other people see it because he's 6'5 and he's fast. And I get that. Right. You can't really pass up on the size speed combo. The chances that you the chances that, that guy is good is much higher than him being shitty. So I understand taking a chance on going to get a guy that big that fast. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I but mean, I don't it see it. it. it I just don't. Out. Steve Smith doesn't see it either. And me and Smitty are always on the same page when it comes to these receivers, coach. And you know this because you're Dude. the one that sends me all yeah. the media. <laughs> Every time he posts, I'll like send it to the man up 3D and I'll be like, did it, it, it double check? Double You'd be like, up? you was on another one, Swill. And I'm like, yeah, I know, coach. Receiver is my bag. I'll be like 45% on quarterbacks, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's hey, easy. you can tell what guys are NFL ready and what guys aren't like I'll be honest when Jamar Chase came out I completely fucking forgot about him and then I was like oh my god yeah I forgot Jamar Chase is ridiculous okay came but, into yeah, the league balling. it's still like like quarterback it's still like when you're like uh like scouting and drafting wide receivers it's still like hit or miss just like it is with quarterbacks being oh he's a bus you know it's just I guess it matters about the situation. In the I country. feel what you're saying. You can't just be like, just because he's a receiver. You know, it, you got to know how to uh, get open. And, and I know. We deal with that issue in Baltimore a lot. All right, we're on <laughs> pick number 13. The Jets are up, Coach. They need an offensive lineman, and they need some linebacker help. There doesn't seem to be any linebackers, like, uh, like, uh, fuck what am i what's the term i'm looking for here off the ball linebackers the the not the guys that are like edge rushers basically glorified right. fucking dns um uh there's no guys like that that are necessarily worth taking in the first round so i feel like they should probably go offensive line here as well so i will have them oh wait no it's your pick it's your pick it's your pick yeah one. yeah i got them taking uh offensive tackle Who you got them taking I think his name the Oklahoma guy, Anton. Oklahoma guy. Oh, Anton Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Go right, ahead. Go. If you're gonna get Aaron Rodgers, protect him. You already got Garrett Wilson. The defense is is great already. So I feel like you need to enhance and uh, add depth to the offense to be able to you know uh, compete in a long season and. Keep Aaron Rodgers upright because you know he old and he gonna need that ayahuasca to get him <laughs> get him through Fair eighteen enough. games. So we're at pick fourteen now. We're kind of moving through this pretty quickly. I oh, will yeah. say we are we are hustling through this, Coach, very very fast. Um, so now we're at fourteen. That's the the New England Patriots. Yeah, quarterback is a need for them. Tackle is a need for them. Edge is a need for them. Earlier today, I had them taking Lucas Van Ness. I'm going to keep that because I feel like Nico said yeah. that's just so perfect. You get a big white dude running off the edge in New England. That just seems to fit the bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fit the bill. Get it? Belichick? Got it. Oh! I'll go for taking Quentin Johnson. Maybe. Really? Yeah. I mean, Bill Bill always misses on receivers, though. So I could see yeah, him I know. to take that <laughs> chance again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Harry. Yeah, he took a few steps back with him. Oh, yeah. Nikhil, he sucks. Yeah, yeah probably barely got on the field. 
I know. And Nikhil Harry is just not very good. So we had uh, Lucas Van Ness going there. Let's get back over here. All right, the Packers. Do we think they're spiteful enough to draft a receiver in the first round, the very first year Aaron Rodgers isn't a starter? Uh, I think so. That's my stuff. I don't know. I feel like uh, – what is this – yeah, this is a – so this is me. Uh – I say they go Kalijah Kansi. Oh, okay. Also could see them taking Brian Branch. But oh, I say that's Kalijah. a good one. You know what, Coach? Do we Brian Branch is like a top safety, but like there's just so many other like good players at the other position. So like he's just down on the board. But like I feel like he's a good player. So you got Kalijah Kansi going to them, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Because they already got right. Kenny Clark and stuff. You gotta stop um, Dalvin Cook from running you over. You make good points. All right, I'm gonna go with. I'm with you on that. Let's go with Kalaja Kansi. Yeah. All right, so it's me. All right, I got the Commanders. Jake, let me Jake, let Commanders. Commanders, let hands up. Who are we? Ah, I keep getting that one lyric wrong, and I don't want to get it wrong again. But a part of me wants to, Coach. Let's yeah, talk. It that's out. what you do. <laughs> let's talk it out. Do who do we think the Commanders are taking? Um. So with the offseason additions, uh, what's the name? Jacoby Brissett. They got Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator, trying to make a, a splash and compete in their division. Their needs are quarterback. Guard, center, linebacker. But, but if you watch the commanders, you know they need secondary help. That's not their safeties. Yeah. Cause don't they have Cam Curl? Yeah. Cam Curl's good. Uh, and Derek Forrest is good too. Yeah. And they got Diamond Brown. Uh, and what's the dude? Jahan Dotson. So they got yes. their pieces on offense. I feel like they're going to. Address the defense. So yeah, JPJ is probably their best choice. Hold up, you know no. who's gonna make this pick? It's not gonna be me. We got a we got a special guest for this pick. I'm gonna give him an intro. I know he can hear me because he's smiling. Ladies and gentlemen, to make pick number 15 for the Washington Commanders, mm. a resentful fan of that franchise. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Coach Joey from. Hey. Hey. What's what up, boys? Pal? What up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Man, you're you're like shooting off in my ears right now, and it's hurting me, but I, I can still hear you. Why'd you say 15th pick? Don't we have the 16th? Do you have the 16th pick? Oh, yeah, yeah you do. 16. You do have the 16th pick. I'm tripping. 16th. All right, hang on. I'm going to pull it up. Let me know if you can see it when I do this, okay? All right. Can you see where you were at? Yeah. All right, so this is the board. We got Anthony Richardson up. Obviously, that's a no. We got Quentin Johnson on the board. <laughs> I already Probably see my boy. I already – hey. Shout out, we are Penn State punches. JCJ. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a resound. That's all three Damn of that. us. All three of us went with Joey Porter Jr. to the Washington Commanders. He got a hey, look, he got a good first name. Um, he went to a great, a great university. So, you know, those are two things we have in common. It, it would be uh it would be stupid for us not to take uh a number one corner, considering we haven't had one since, uh, <laughs> since like Fred Smoot, Champ Bailey days, Daryl Green. So 
it's time to uh, it's time to finally not have a liability at corner. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to your workout, sir. I love that pick for you guys. We will address that a little bit more. Thank you for joining us. Good, sir. Shouts. Enjoy, boys. Hell yeah. We had the commander's pick made by our friend. He sounded terrible. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the whole fucking time in the background. Like Anybody the, that was watching that is absolutely Wookie. furious. Huh? He sounded like the Wookiee. No, dude. No, Cam. Cam can do that impression pretty good. He'll, he's got to tell you this story one time, bro, but I'll, I'll do it for him just because he's not here. Mm-hmm. He told me he was like, I was going to class one time at Nova and I was about to walk in. And he goes, but I didn't. And yeah. I was like, why not? And he goes, because someone was standing outside the room, my classroom, high as shit, going, like making Chewbacca. Yeah. And he was no also way. probably, you know, stoned himself. So he was just like, oh my God, I can't do this. And that fucking went home. It was one of the funniest Man. things I've ever heard from him. But yeah. Um, all right. 17th pick. Coach, that's you. I will share the screen right now. Okay. Steelers are on the clock. Hmm. Who do we got them picking? Should I get Mia in here to make the Steelers pick? <laughs> yeah. She probably doesn't even know who these players are. She won't, but it'll be funny. It's literally just, you know, it's mock draft Monday, dude. We have a little, we have a good time. You know, we're not sitting here being serious about our picks right now. Nah, of course not. Well, I mean, we're trying to get a good record on our picks. We're not trying to go 0 for 32. No, but we, it's all about who you think is the best. That's, that's what you do. And it's like you're seeing our draft strategies in live time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going more often than not, you're going best player available at that at that pick, right? Like that's what you're doing in your yeah. mind. Like you're going uh, best player available. Me, I'm going with mm, what do I think they need? Fuck what this stupid little thing says. But obviously, yeah. I'm going based on that too for some of them because obviously teams need offensive linemen. Uh huh. Oh, no chance. Hold on, buddy. I'll cue you in in a second. You guys will be up shortly. Uh, We got a Cowboys picker in for when the Cowboys get up here, Coach. So you are currently at the – we are at the 17th pick, right? Steelers pick. When I sent the mock draft in earlier, I had had them taking Brian Branch. I could obviously see them taking somebody else, though. Who do you think the Steelers should take on this? I could see them taking Brian Branch, Branch, but let's go with – Jordan Addison. Oh, you son of a bitch. Bear him with his old boy, Kenny Pickett. You are a son of a bastard, coach. <laughs> I really uh, like that pick. The worst part is I could totally see that. They're they trying to get the bees back because they got Deontay Johnson. They took George Pickens. They uh, I'm blanking on somebody. Don't they have Ray Ray? No, he's on the. He was on the uh, 49ers. But, yeah, they had Deontay Johnson and um, what? George Pickens. So, if they got Jordan Addison, I feel like that's three lethal weapons at receiver. You got a solid offensive line. You still have um, Minka Fitzpatrick leading the defense. Um, You could, like I said, bolster that defense. But I feel like they got to be able to compete at least. With uh, and they always play their division division guys tough anyway. But at least 
compete with the Bengals, you know, and y'all, they ain't really worried about uh, the Browns. But... Nobody's worried about the Browns, bro. <laughs> Uh, never they have been, never up on somebody be. though. No, not today. Yeah. All right, so let's get it up on the screen for everybody. We got Jordan Addison right here getting picked to the Steelers. Joey Porter Jr. Obviously. All right, we got the Lions back on the clock. I think they're going receiver. Do you think they should go receiver? Uh, or I tight end, bro. Like I could see because they got rid of Hawkinson and Jared Goff would love a good tight end, and they already have a pretty decent receiving core as is. Yeah. So I'm going Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, that's what I went with too. All right, Dalton Kincaid was the pick there. <laughs> um, you are up, sir. Hang on, let me put it back up. I'm being silly. <laughs> the Buccaneers pick 19. They need a quarterback. They need a tight end. They need a lineman. They need defensive line. They need safety. Do you think they should go with Brian Branch because he's the best player available? Probably. Uh they could possibly go with him, but um. What I think they go, yeah. I think, huh? I feel like they take Deontay Banks, uh, the corner from Maryland, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland, going down to Florida to spend a couple years down there, hopefully, the rest of his career. All right, coach, this is it. This is it. Do the Seahawks let Anthony Richardson slip past them at pick number 20 in the man up three deep mock draft? Uh, no, they take him. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, and I think this is the only shot that this guy has to be a good player in the NFL. He would have been all right with us, but I just don't want to take him. With the very first pick, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to take him at all. But Dude, yes, look at the Panthers' Twitter. They're like trying to build like cases, all these uh like court cases about uh Anthony Richardson, and like trying to be like, oh yeah, you know, he's got the highest upside, so we should just roll with him. I'm like, not nah. worth it at the first pick. Not worth it at the first pick. You got to go with the the quote they're unquote like, oh. sure thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't want to be safe. Like we've been playing it. I'm like, bro, y'all don't know. I say, have y'all been playing it? (laughs) I don't know. Like, let's be real. All right. Um, who's up? The Seahawks still. All right, let's put it up. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that's. He's the sixth ranked prospect on this board, not on our board, but he's going to the Seahawks. The pick for the Dolphins is forfeited, or else I would have called Phase. But in that case, I will not. All right, Coach. What happened to the Dolphins? Chargers are up. Dolphins forfeited their pick because they were tampering with Tom Brady, remember? Oh. Yep. There also wasn't a 12th pick. Yeah, there was. Wait, go there. Texans. Uh, never mind. Come on, bro. <laughs> when I was like picking the when I like did the draft, I was like picking through and then like you select your like uh which teams you're gonna draft with or use and like one of the teams or one of the numbers was missing. So I was like, wait. But uh, who we put the board back up? Gotcha. One second. Bang. So wide receiver is a need for the Chargers, definitely. Uh, linebacker and cornerback as well. Okay. So, original, um, what? I'll go with Zay Flowers here. You motherfucker. 
I fucking hate you. Um, but I personally want them to take Bijan Robinson. Fair. You had him dropping down there, which yeah. is the right choice, you know. Yeah, instead of going to the Eagles. Man, you're really gonna make my team draft Nolan Smith, aren't you, you motherfucker? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zay Flowers goes in the first round. So we have you know you need. three wide receivers going in the first round. Oh, my no, God. And, of course, this works out to where I get the fucking Ravens pick. <laughs> what would you do for Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'm clipping that shit. All right, what would I do for Lamar? Let's see. So the best player allegedly on the PFF board here is Quentin Johnson. I won thousand percent disagree with that i do not he like him <laughs> oh god no thanks but like let's see what receivers are available right we got quentin johnson we got josh downs we got tank dell we got michael wilson we got at perry we got rasheed rice and we got jalen hyatt who is better than fucking most of these guys except for josh downs yeah <sighs> i don't want us to draft just any receiver man i really don't and it would just be fucking ridiculous if I did a draft talking as much shit as I have In the about meeting weapons. Receiver too. <laughs> I know. I know. But I really don't have a choice here because I have said forever I don't want Quentin Johnson. But, like, the upside, I guess, is the fact that he's fucking 6'5", 200-something pounds and probably runs like a 4'4", 40, 4'5", at his best, he could probably be a uh, a Mike Williams, who ain't that bad. Who's one of the best receivers of all time, and I I will argue anybody who's better than Julio Jones. You said Mike Williams? Yeah, 100% better than Julio Jones. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I thought you said Mike Evans. Sorry. No, Mike sorry. Williams. I thought you said Mike Evans. That's me. That's me. But yeah, you could also say him, too. I was thinking of big receivers. Fuck it. Quentin Johnson, TCU wide receiver to the Baltimore you don't Ravens. Change his stripes, keep the purple cut. Fucking pissed. I don't want him. It's Rashad Perriman 2.0, bro. From a frog to a raven. <laughs> frog to a raven. All right, coach, you up. Pick 23. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. I know they got, didn't they get rid of Eric Kendricks? Um, yeah, they did. What do they need? D line, wide receiver, linebacker, corner. Uh, let's tough, go. Let's go. Brian Brees. Brian Brees. All right. I we could also them. see them taking. What if they took Hendon Hooker? That's a rumor. That's a rumor right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. He just met with the Saints today, so don't ruin pick 29, bud. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. The Jaguars are on the clock. They need a defensive back, and the best one on the fucking board is still there. We're going Brian Branch. This is not a tough call. He is not going to drop all the way to 24. There is no chance. No shot. No shot he drops down to 24. Like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) He's a dog, bro. And he's he's an Alabama player. Them guys are always pretty good. All right. The New York Giants are on the clock. Coach, that would be you. Who you got them taking and when and why? 
Okay, so they need a wide receiver, a center, linebacker, and a safety. I say they go Miles Murphy. All right. Miles Murphy from Clemson. Now let's see if our Cowboys picker is ready to fucking jump on yet. He is not. All right, here he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, my little brother told me I need to have this kid come on the show because all he'll do is run his goddamn mouth and talk shit. I hope his microphone sounds better than Coach Joey's did just now. Ladies and gentlemen, the Cowboys fan representative, Kieran. Uh, How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. Can you hear us pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you guys perfectly fine. All right, man. Just so you guys... I'm excited to finally be on here. I've been waiting. You've been waiting, huh? Appreciate been, it, like, there's nobody here defending the Cowboys, and you guys aren't talking about what they've been doing in the offseason. They put Dude, everybody, just... bro, ESPN and Fox Sports and fucking <laughs> everybody <laughs> else in the world TV. has that covered for you. Like, Trail. you don't need to hear I, me talk about I the Cowboys. See, I need to see you talk about them. <laughs> you say that, but you really don't. All right, Kieran, let me hear what you got. So you want to see who's been taken off the board thus far, yeah. like before you? I'm going to warn yeah. you now. I B. John Robinson went early. I know, and it's. I think you had him to the Eagles, which hurts because I'm so anti uh, running back in first round, but if it's him, like it's it's fine. Oh, yeah. dude, he's ridiculous. The guy, Joey, you know Joey. You met Joey before. Yeah. He was on here, and he met the Texas running back coach at some college like conference that they were doing over winter break. And he met the running back coach from Texas, and he's like, yo, Bijan is fucking different. He's going to get in the league, and he's probably going to be top five back right away. Yeah, they're saying he's got the potential to be like as effective as Zeke was for the Cowboys in yeah. those first few years uh-huh. before he turned all, you know, Cabo sand running and all yeah, that Yeah, Cabo shit. and all chunky. But <laughs> – Got I'm, actually, I'm, I'm really hype on Roshan Johnson, the the backup that was barely used at Texas. Okay. He's a fourth round grade, but I'm not going to take him the first one, obviously. But obviously. Fourth, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Well, All right. So who do? We, let me pull up the board for you. Here we go. Can you so, go to D? Can you go to D line for me? Yes, I can. I got you, buddy. Here we go. Uh, I am tripping right now. There we go. All right. So you got Mozzie Smith from Michigan. I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm not going to try. We got do me, Keanu do, me a, do me a favor and pick that big boy, Mozzie Smith. Oh, okay. Hey. Pick that big boy. You're not afraid about what happened with uh, Taco Charlton last time you guys drafted someone from Michigan? <laughs> you just got to put, put, like, put that to the side, man. We need <laughs> we need run stuffing. Like that team, we finally have a secondary. The linebackers are, you know, they're they're fine. And we just need to play. Like, we get gashed some games. Like, especially, like, the 49ers, we played them back-to-back years. And those – the A-gap is just – we're just getting bullied in there. You know, we – Right. And but the you Cowboys, guys did well. This time, it's just you couldn't yeah. really score any points this go-around. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Because, like, your defense is, what, they were top five last year or something like that? Maybe top yeah. ten at least. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we did address wide receiver a little bit. But it just it, – it, like, for me, it hurts watching – just your A-gaps get smashed, and the Cowboys love their undersized D-tackles. And it, to see a fatty like a fatty in there <laughs> would really, like, make me happy. Kira said, I need a big old fat ass in yeah. the middle of my defense. <laughs> I, I just need a Donovan Hansberry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. All right, so you had – let me go back to it because I'm tripping. You had Mozzie Smith from Michigan going – 26 overall to the Cowboys. All right, Karen, you got anything else you want to say before I kick you off my damn stream? 
uh, please have me back. That's all I'm going to say. I will, but we're just trying to run through this quick. Yeah, we're already going over an hour. Yeah. I'll get you back on on a time. Thank you, guys. Talk a little bit more shit. Absolutely, man. Come back anytime. Yep. Deuces. So nice. We had a little. See, that's the point of my draft, right? We're fans. We're not draft analysts. We're not experts. We're not nothing like that. We're out here picking who we think these teams should pick, who we think our team should pick. So shout out to Kieran for going with who he thinks the Cowboys should draft which is oh, a yeah. guy with a big old fat ass to put in the middle of their defensive line. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good good shot, Karen. All right, Coach, you are up on this one now. Give me one second. Pull the draft board back up for you. Bills are on the clock. It says their needs are defensive back, but I feel like they could go ahead and get something else. Who are you thinking? I, I, there's no way. they going to running back? Uh, no, B. John Robinson is the only one worth taking in the first round. I wouldn't take Jameer Gibbs in the first round. He's good, though. But he's a second round back. Yeah. Um the hmm. best DB left, if you're curious, is Cam Smith from South Carolina. Or Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. Yeah. Um I say let's go with Nolan Smith. Yeah, I was about to say there ain't no fucking way he's dropping this far either. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Good pick. Nolan Smith, dog, ran a four three nine forty, bro. He's not going outside the top fifteen. We we we're gonna end up yeah, we're gonna end up having to revise this, but that's why this is mock draft one point oh. You know what I mean? Point zero. One point zero. All right, we are up to pick number twenty-eight, the Cincinnati Bengals. Part of the reason why I took Dalton Kincaid so high was because I knew if I got the Bengals pick, I did not want them to get what I think is eventually going to happen, which is Dalton Kincaid following to them. However, I do think it is worth their time to draft a tight end in the first round. Do I think two tight ends are going to go in the first round? Maybe I wouldn't bet on it, but we are going to have two tight ends going in our draft. So I'll have them taking Michael Meyer or Mayer, whatever the fuck that is. Mayer. Tight end from Notre Dame to the Cincinnati Bengals at pick number 28. The scary part about it is I feel like, oh shit, sorry. I feel like right here we go. That is uh, like one of the missing pieces to their offense, if they have any, is a true tight end. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Somebody that can get open up the middle of the field, somebody that can block, somebody that can fucking change the game in the middle of the field instead of having to rely on Jamar and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Right. Joe Mixon when he's not waving around Nerf guns. Anyways, that is uh so yeah, objectively speaking, <laughs> like non-biasedly, they need a tight end to complete that offense and make it like almost for real unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, I'm worried. Yeah, bro. He'd be a great addition to that team and just like fill out their their offensive weapons. Now it's like a fourth guy you gotta watch out for. And who knows with Joe Mixon, he's probably not going to be on the team. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So we'll have to see. But they got a lot of firepower, and they're going to be making runs for what seems to be a long time if they go ahead and get Joe Burrow his due money. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow said, the, the windows to my entire career with his stupid fucking little lisp, stupid-ass Joe Burrow. Sorry about it, Ben Jordan, who commented earlier saying, Joy, be the GOAT. <laughs> if you're still watching, you ain't gonna be anymore. <laughs> Anyways, coach, Man. 
Pick 29 is up. You are picking for a division rival, the New Orleans Saints. Okay, let's go ahead and make their team absolutely terrible. <laughs> so, guard, center, defensive lineman, cornerback are their needs. What guards are available? That's a great question. Let's see. Interior offensive lineman. Uh, the guy from Florida is the dude that Nico was talking about earlier, Osiris Torrance. He's probably worth a pick right here for the uh, Saints, 100%. Um, It was him, and then go back to, like, all the players. Broderick um, Jones is still available. But they don't really need a tackle, per se. Yeah, let's go with the Cyrus, the Florida guy. All right, there he goes. Bang. Oh, Cyrus. And now we got Philly on the clock. Pick 30. Uh, do you think they draft a receiver in the first round, or do you think uh, they're going to go with anything else? Well, who did they take earlier? Oh, I had them taking Bijan. That's right. I, they probably take Broderick Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's a tackle. I don't know if they need him per se. Who's their left tackle? Oh, that. Uh Fuck, I can't remember his name. Is his name Mylotta? Jordan Mylotta or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a dog. I mean, I guess they could take a receiver. They are so greedy with offensive players. <laughs> I know. And yeah. I also, this is the super big dude from Ohio State right here, right? Dewan Jones. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could see. Paris Johnson now? Uh, that's a good point. No, nah. Paris Johnson's the, like, he's just the best tackle for Ohio State. I'm pretty sure Dewan Jones is the guy that's like 380 pounds. Oh, her? Yeah. So, fuck, this is tough. We're going to have one of these dudes that was supposed to go in the first round for sure fall out of the first round. Yeah. Um, fuck, who do we go with? Let's let's decide these last two together. Uh, I don't want to go. You know what? He's the highest rated player. We got to go Broderick Jones. <laughs> and now Kansas City. Since Jalen Hyatt is definitely ranked higher than this, I, I told you before, bro, this is going to happen. They're going to get Jalen Hyatt. Uh, yeah, I don't know they, if he's going to get Pat Mahomes. So nothing's out of the possibility for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I, think they say, I think they take uh, Will McDonald because they lost Frank Clark. Oh, that's a good call. And they need another edge rusher. Yeah. All right. Will McDonald, and I believe that is going to wrap up our man up three deep mock draft 1.0. Oh, I'll ignore these fucking ads. Oh, we're going to pay for that. All right, let me zoom out now so that way everybody can get a better view of this shit. Let's go. Picks one. Th- There's only 31 picks, obviously, because of the goddamn, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Dolphins fucked everything up for themselves, and they couldn't have a first-round pick because they decided to tamper. That's on them. So we had, obviously, top 10. We'll run through it real quick. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, Will Levis, Jalen Carter, Devin Witherspoon, Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, Peter Skaronsky, Bijan Robinson. Good shit. The top 10 is going to be what most people are going to look at to try to grade, see if we got it even close. So, right. Coach, I hope our top 10 – ends up being as accurate as possible because if there's any sort of competition to submit that bitch into, I'm going to submit that motherfucker. Let me tell you. 
All right. Um, we got anything else we need to talk about? I think we were just doing the mock draft. Really. All right. You know what? Fuck it. We'll talk about our mock draft. What do you think is the best pick that we had? Like amongst like all of us, what do you think is our best pick? Um. Honestly, the Jordan Addison to the Steelers. Ooh. Damn. Uh, that's one. And then um I do like Devin Witherspoon too. If you're talking about top ten, I like that Devin Witherspoon. Also, of course, Jalen Carter being like the best defensive player going right. to Seattle. So yeah, and them just solidifying that Legion of Boom coming back, but on the defensive line this time. Right. Because I mean they got the corners, they got um they got Bobby Wagner back too, by the way. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, they could just add him to the D line and continue to build that defense. Try to get it similar to the Legion of Boom because they can't let that go. But I mean, hey, that was your your most successful uh squad. So I see why yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to fucking try to rebuild what you know. That's like what the Ravens do. I mean, that's I always bitch about it, bro, because all we do is try to build up our defense because, I you know, know, in the heyday of the Ravens, that's what it was. Like, we were dominant on defense, and we didn't necessarily give a shit about playing on offense. And it seems like that mentality has kind of stayed in Baltimore. You know what I mean? Oh, so Even to this day, bro. Even to this day, uh, I'm gonna pull up my the picks again because I gotta figure out which one is my favorite personally. All right, my favorite pick that I I made for me personally. He's gonna give himself a pat on the back. Well, no. All right. Well, so if I'm gonna like <laughs> guess which one is our best pick, I'll say the best pick that we made was fucking uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Texans because we also had Bryce Young going there, and then you immediately get him a weapon fucking 10 picks later. Like, how much better could we have done than that? You know? Like, that's the perfect pair right there. Aside from, you know, we got Justin Fields some help on the offensive line because they got DJ Moore already. That's more, he's an established veteran wide receiver. I'm taking that over a first round pick any fucking day. You know what I mean? They get, maybe they get Josh Downs in like the second round or something like that. Yeah, it's possible because they still have. Oh no, no, no! They traded their second round pick to the Steelers. Wow. Yeah, and I think we traded them our second round pick, and that's not that high. I don't believe. I don't think. Uh, Another good pick that we made was definitely getting Aaron Rodgers a goddamn tackle, and whoever else the quarterback's going to be after him. You know what I mean? If yeah, Anton Harrison is a savage like everybody thinks he is, then he should be a fucking anchor on the offensive line for the rest of his career. Oh, yeah. You got to protect the QB. That's a, that's a moneymaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, Brian Branch falling all the way to 24. If the Jaguars get more secondary help, they're going to be fucking nasty. Um, Zay Flowers is a great pick to the Chargers, bro. Yeah. Fucking great pick. Um <laughs> Outside of that, Joey Porter Jr., obviously Joey made that pick for for the Commanders, so shout out to him. Um, that's a great pick, bro. They need a, they've needed a corner for a very, very long time. Very, very long time, and I'm they glad that they're fucking getting one in our mock draft, huh? 
I said they do have Kendall Fuller. Yeah, but he's more of a slot corner number two guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not a yeah. real like number one corner. He's not going out there and locking your ass down for fucking four quarters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now nah, he's not walking out there like Jalen Ramsey. One catch for six yards. One catch, six yards. You know yeah, what I mean? Still got it. He still got it, though. I know, but like he's he's you know, just not he, the number he, one. Hokies. They used to bring out so many corners. Not a lot of them were that good, but the Fuller brothers. We put them in the league, though. Damn. Yeah. Talk about they ain't that good. Y'all ain't never had a good quarterback. Fuck you mean. <laughs> you don't even have a college. Wait. Oh, yeah, Alabama. That's your, That's nah, the one tech, you root for. Tech, tech. I have a Bama shirt, whatever. I root for Tech, though. You wear that more than anything. <laughs> I haven't worn it in a while. Yeah. The most obvious pick was Lucas Van Nest going to the Patriots. Because, you know, the big yeah. white edge rusher just fits pretty pretty well in New England. I also like Quentin Johnson going there. That would be a – not a steal, but, like, it would be a okay pick, a solid pick. They need a big target for Mac, you know, yeah. or Lamar if they go and get Lamar. Or is that Bailey Zapp? Bailey Zappy. Nobody likes Bailey Zappy. Zappy. a bitch. All right. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> that's pretty much it. He's not Very a good. He's a good guy. Uh, all right, Coach. That was our first mock draft of the offseason. We did it live. We had a yeah. good time. Are we going to do another one? Because the draft is like April 27th. Yeah, we're going to do th- – we'll do two or three. We'll do one every week leading up to it. How about that? Yeah. And we can do some real research on these motherfucking picks instead of just picking it as we go. You know what I mean? I mean, for the most part, I feel like the top, like, uh, when I was looking at your the your mock that you did individually, like, our top five, or top four at least, was pretty much, like, identical. Like, you know, the, right. you know that the first two quarterback two teams are looking for quarterbacks, um, I mean, it's all like draft talk you hear about. Because I think we could also go with Bryce. Like, maybe we're just putting on this front. Like, what was it? It happened in the NBA draft. Um, oh, with Banchera. Oh, Paolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were, like, hyping up Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. And then they went with Banchera. Right. So, could happen. Yeah, I do. I see And that. it did. Ha- it happened last year, too, when Trayvon Walker went number one. In the right. NFL draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing they do about that, that all the time. Mm-hmm. But who knows, bro? If y'all take Bryce, that might be the better pick. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. I know. I feel like you're happy either way. You know. <laughs> I just want to get it right. <laughs> yes. Instead of going through this damn quarterback carousel all the time. I know. Like if they're going like if the next best like quarterback is like one of these two dudes, then like and we get him. We said, right? Yeah, that's like, true. For 25 years. For 35, 45 minutes. Well, I'm glad we drafted a receiver in my mock draft, even if it is Quentin Johnson. Yeah. He needs somebody, some right? He needs some milk. I need some milk. Because, hey, bro, even if Quentin Johnson's just a big body, right? Say we do sign Odell. Like they say is possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like here, I got the uh, I got the picture of it. It's right here. Bang. 
Say we do sign Odell because we offered him a contract, and then you go out and get a first-round wide receiver. I'm not the biggest Quentin Johnson guy. I don't have him in my top five, but, you know, if he ends up being pretty fucking good, I'd rather him be on my team than playing against my team, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it now. I was so wrong, Coach. This dude is a beast. I'll be glad to be wrong about that. I was wrong about Kyle Hamilton. 100% wrong about Kyle Hamilton. He made so many impactful plays throughout that fucking season, bro. He is oh, good. Yeah. He's he not really that fast, did. but he's good. I respect his game. He played like a Raven. That's all you could ask for. You know what I fucking didn't do for any of these picks? What? Tell him. <sighs> Man. A little late, though, isn't it? Motherfucker, man. So close. And you know what that one deserves, coach? Because I fucked up. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. He does. And with that one, coach, you got anything else to say to the people before I log off? Uh, no, G. We just completed a first mock draft. We got two more possibly coming through. We got to keep them updated and do some research. But yeah. It was At fine. least two more, for sure. Yeah. So and I know we're going to get a good player either way. And I'm hoping the Ravens, for your sake, get a good player as well. Wide receiver. Dang. Wide receiver. The best one. The best one available. I don't give a fuck who it is. As always, follow us on Instagram, ManUp3D, Twitter, ManUp3D, TikTok, ManUp3D. Like. Every single social media platform, man up three deep. Every fucking podcast platform, we man up three deep. So go follow us, go like, go share, go subscribe to every one of our social medias. And since it's National Championship Monday, Coach, uh, who the fuck you got winning this game tonight before we sign off? It's UConn. It's San Diego State. Who Um, you got? I'm going to go with the Cinderella, San Diego State. Going with San Diego State. I saw a guy in a San Diego State jersey today, so I feel like that's a fucking omen. Really? When have you ever seen anybody wear a San yeah, Diego right? State jersey? Yeah. <laughs> and I did. He walks past me in Home Depot while I'm at work. Two fucking crazy things happened to me today while I'm at work. I'll tell you about the other one. Yeah, we, we got another second. I'll, I'll tell this before we sign off. Uh-huh. So this guy walks past me in Home Depot, and he's wearing a fucking San Diego State jersey. And I was like, you are probably the only person in this entire area that has that jersey. And he was like, man, I'm like the only person from over there, bro. So, yeah, probably. And I was like, <laughs> go Aztecs, dog. Like, I hope y'all do well tonight. Thanks, For bro. real. The, the casual fucking uh, bullshit. And story number two, which should have been the first one I told. Hmm. I was at 7-Eleven this morning. I won't disclose where. I'll just say I was in Herndon at a 7-Eleven. So yeah. this won't shock you, coach. You lived in Herndon for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in 7-Eleven, and when I walk in, this guy's already in a fucking shitty mood with the cashier. So I'm like, fuck, great. I'm going to be standing behind this guy. He's going to be pissed off being an asshole the whole fucking time that I'm in here. Yeah. And, of course, he was. So I walk in. I'm going to grab my coffee. I'm going to grab, like, a banana bread, and I go to grab a pound cake piece because there's this homeless guy that chills outside the 7-Eleven. I gave him a piece of pound cake, like, every day. Like, once or twice a week, at least. Like, So I'm like, all right, let me go and get my shit. 
And I'm going in to get my shit. Obviously, this guy's chirping, yelling, screaming, doing his whole fucking thing. Yeah. And I get I get behind him in line because the one cashier is working and he's arguing with the other cashier. And when I walk in or when I get up to my spot in line, not when I walk in, when I get up to my spot in line, he's still fucking going off, like legit yelling, like getting fucking close to the counter, like pointing and fucking getting right. like real mad. Like, starting, yeah. he's like, man, I'm gonna fuck you up, like blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm just so sick of hearing it, bro. It's, like, 9 or yeah. fucking whatever time in the morning, like you said. And I'm just, like, I'm dude, I'm, like, how fucking much is this shit? Because I cannot fucking listen to this anymore. I'm, like, how much does your fucking order cost? Because I know that's what the problem is here. You just don't have enough to pay for it. That's what the guy kept saying. He's, like, you don't have enough money. You don't have enough money. Fucking pay for your shit. He was, like, I got my motherfucking money. I got my money. And that's why they just got into the fucking crazy-ass argument that they got into. And yeah. I was, like, bro, you clearly don't have the motherfucking money. How much does this shit cost? He was, like, seven bucks. I was, like, all right, cool. Get the fuck out of my way. Let me pay for your shit and go outside and chill the fuck out. Because I was done fucking listening to that shit. Yeah. What? And Dude, as he says that, to after he says that to me, the 7-Eleven clerk that I fucking stood up for was, like, why you guys always pay for their shit? Why are you doing this? I was, like, bro, fuck you. I just saved your ass from getting the shit beat out of you. And fucking <laughs> You're lucky that I was standing here. You want me to let that fucking guy come back in and say, you know what? I changed my mind. Come on. No. I took my money back. Go fucking whoop his ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I guess like, you can't have <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. he was like, you guys and Biden always paying for shit. I was like, you are fucking ridiculous. I yeah, helped you I out. Now I'm hearing shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Did he say you guys and Biden? Yeah, that's exactly what he said to me. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what? He had like Biden coming on the helicopter to pay for that man, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hang on. Here comes Uncle Joe. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. Uh, fucking Swoop in to save the day and pay for your fucking coffee and whatever the hell you had. You know what I mean? Man, I don't even remember what like that guy that. had, bro. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what I bought for him. I don't care. It was $7. And if I could spend $7 to not listen to that shit for as yeah. much longer as I was going to be in there, then I'm great. I will spend that every time. You know what I mean? And with that, I say we wrap up our uh, show now with those two little good stories that I told. Coach. Oh, yeah. Morning, me. Cam's gonna be back on the next show finally. Let's go. We've done like four shows without you, pal. Might want to hurry Come up. On, gang. All right, coach. Thanks for joining me. Uh, as always, like, share, subscribe, follow us on every social media platform, every podcast platform at Man Up Three Deep. Share us with your friends. Share us with your friends. Friends, go share us with your friends. Friends, friends, friends. Go tell your mom. Tell your uncles. Tell your cousins. Coach, you the man, bro. Deuces. You the man.